You're listening to Talking Taiwan with your host, Felicia Lin. With everything that's been happening in the world today, I think that we need to tell more stories of the good that people are doing in the world. My guests on this episode of Talking Taiwan wanted to do something about the humanitarian crisis in Ukraine. Shi Chen is the president of the New Jersey chapter of North America Taiwanese Women's Association, NATWA. Dr. Monty Wang is a retired physician, and Dr. Bo Cheng Lin is co-founder of the New Jersey Living Well Club and an elder of the New Jersey Taiwanese American Fellowship Presbyterian Church. I learned about their project, Taiwan Cares, from an email that was forwarded to me with a touching video created by Xi Chen about how over 9,000 was raised in 24 hours in order to send humanitarian relief to people in Ukraine. This episode of Talking Taiwan has been sponsored by Taiwan Elite Alliance and the Taiwanese United Fund. The Taiwan Elite Alliance was established in 2000 to promote Taiwanese and Taiwanese-American arts and literature and to protect and enhance the human rights, freedom, and democracy of the people in Taiwan. The Taiwanese United Fund is an arts and culture foundation that celebrates the cultural heritages of Taiwanese-Americans. Established in 1986, the foundation's mission is to facilitate cultural exchange between the Taiwanese-American community and other American cultural communities, hoping to enrich and expand our cultural experiences. To learn more about TUF, visit their website at www.tufusa.org. Now, without further ado, here's our interview. So Shi Chen came up with the idea for Taiwan Cares because she wanted to do something about the humanitarian crisis that was happening because of the war in Ukraine. And the three of you all knew each other because of the New Jersey Living Well Club. I'm wondering if you could each tell me about what motivated you to want to help. So the, 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 the Russia invasion in Ukraine, to us really is a, it's a tragically uh, insult to not only to Ukraine, but also to the whole world. And for the Taiwanese American, this is particularly more, you know, personally relevant to us because we, you know, our motherland also face a similar situation. So we Taiwanese American in New Jersey have a very, very strong feeling about it. Um, we started this project very early at the when in after shortly after the war started. You know, at that time there are so many things people wanted to do, but you know, nobody knows where to start it, right? It just it just happened so suddenly. Um a group of us we, we met, you know, we friend, a group of friends we met and we talk about this situation. We think that we should, you know, Taiwanese Americans should do something, and that's why we, you know, this, you know, we decided that we do something that uh, it's basically is a humanitarian act. We decided that, you know, we wanted to make the things very straight, simple, you know, logistically very simple, and you know, we wanted to act very fast. So we started this project, initiated with 38 people in the group. Using 24 hours, we collected enough of the funding. We also reach out to the Ukrainians, uh, the Ukrainian Americans, 
to understand what are most urgently needed in Ukraine war zones, as well as in the uh, refugee shelters. And I think the detail with Dr. Wang is going to tell you more detail about how mm-hmm. we reach out to the Ukrainian American. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, three three principles is we want to act fast. It is human humanitarian act, and you know the logistic should be very simple and straightforward. Dr. Wang, did you want to add something? Very few Taiwanese American or even any Taiwanese has ever been to Ukraine. I have been to I've been to Ukraine. So in the year 2015, I was in Russia. 2000, 2017, I went to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. It it gave me a very strong con- contrast about how people interact. While in Russia, people are not so friendly, and mm-hmm. usually, I. I barely see any any Russian smile, but while in while in Ukraine, it's a totally different population. Even though they are sent, they are all the descendant of Slavs, mm-hmm. but the uh, Ukrainians are very very friendly. So mm-hmm. I kind of I kind of fell in love with U- Ukraine, and so when when I see some a country that I love being attacked by Russia, I obviously I wasn't happy about that. So when Suchin mentioned, we discussed a group of us talk about this the uh, uh, fundraising. So I jumped on it, and so we only had 24 hours of fun collecting time in 24 hours. Why only 24 hours? There was because you wanted to have things uh, delivered at a certain time. We want to ship it out as soon as possible. So, so I. I actually Google Google searched and there are five or there are six uh, Ukrainian Orthodox church in the nearby. Okay. And one one happened to be the the world uh, the USA Ukrainian Ukrainian Orthodox church right at Somerset, which is about twenty minutes from where we live. Oh. So I found that this is this this is lovely yes. this is lovely. It's so easy to deliver the yes. the, the medical item and baby stuff mm-hmm. to them. So during the conversation with the priest of the church, I'm in the medical field, so I so I just picture that if there are lots of trauma patients, what do I need right away? So I started from step one, step two, step three, step four. So I I listed the item that I that I that I want to purchase, and I. We searched on the uh, Amazon, so we we made a purchase on Saturday morning. We mm-hmm. we finished collection Friday. We the uh, finished the ordering of the items Saturday morning, and by by Sunday, I basically all the shipment came in on Sunday. Wow! Yeah, and then we start packing, and then we deliver it deliver the items to the mm-hmm. church on Tuesday. I want to give this, you a little bit supplement about why, you know, the question you asked about why we decided to collect the funding in, within 24 hours. Um, because at that time, a lot of people wanted to do something. You know, a lot of uh, Taiwanese organizations, including 
the North American Taiwanese Association, Women's Associations. And we know that each organization might decide to do something, but this process might be a little bit longer because you need to go through a lot of discussion. So for us, this is a small group of friends. And we think that it's, you know, since just a small group of friends, let's do it fast. Because, they, you know, you, when there's a, a crisis, a search, it's, it's better to, to, to provide the, the support as soon as possible. And therefore, we just say, okay, let's decide, let's do it within the 24 hours to see how many people can, can contribute. And then let's act very fast. And that's exactly what we do. Yeah, let me add uh, a little bit about uh, this item. Uh, practically, all the Taiwanese American uh, who I have uh, associated with uh, or contact, they are very, very concerned about this, uh, uh, this uh, Ukrainian uh, refugees uh, problem. And uh, when, the, when the Dr. Wang uh, come up with the uh, the, the solution, yeah, because he contacted uh, six, I believe, uh, oh, wow. Ukrainian Orthodox mm-hmm. Church in mm-hmm. Chelsea, and uh, the, the Archbishop of the, the Bishop uh, told Dr. Wang that uh, their initial, uh, immediate need uh, is the medical supplies and baby food and reception, etc., etc., and, and at that time, they, uh, they don't Think that the the cash of the money is the is the immediate need, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, our Taiwanese American in the past they have a lot of experience of uh, making donation basic uh, the cash or mm-hmm. uh, to whatever charity organization or mm-hmm. whatever other activity or uh, and they they all contribute the the, 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 the cash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then this is a particular difference because yes. there's an immediate the need. need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, uh, as uh, Susan mentioned, there's a logistic issue and, uh, it maybe, maybe she or, or Dr. Wang can elaborate a little bit more. Uh, and so within us, uh, 24 hours, uh, uh, time, uh, we need to collect uh, enough money and, and, uh, both the, the, the supplier and, and send it to the, uh, Ukrainian Orthodox Church, and then uh, they will do something they know what to do. Yeah, and that, that that's the reason. Yeah, and uh, as one well, the uh, other Taiwanese American people, they 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 like to make a contribution, but uh, just uh, just uh, because of the legal contact and time, so they didn't make the. Uh, make, make, make the contributions. So as we rely, we will continue to, uh, to have this, uh, fundraising for the Ukrainian refugee. Uh, uh, and so that, that is still going to, to keep going. And, uh, but then uh, to solve the immediate issue, uh, you know, because the uh, 24 hours, uh, we, we need to, to, to make it ready, uh, for the, for the shipment. Yeah. So, so that's it. That basically is the, the first phase. Yeah. Yeah. And there will be a second phase. Oh, wonderful. So you are still fundraising and you plan to send more supplies? Yes, it definitely is a continuous effort. 
Oh, that's wonderful. Um, right. So the phase one, the other, the other reasons, I think we forgot to mention why we move so fast. I mean, of course, the urgency, yes. you know, pushes to make move it fast. Mm-hmm. The other very important reason is that the um, occupy, uh, occupy shop in the Ukrainian Orthodox Church, he was going to Europe. He was going to Turkey. Uh, uh, I think just a few days after, a few days after we started the project. We started a project. Wednesday. Yeah, so we started the project on March the 3rd which is the day eight of the, you know, when they started the war. The Akibaisha was going to Turkey, uh, I think it was five days later. You know, we wanted to catch that moment. So immediately we collected, and then we don't collect enough money to to buy it, you know, sufficient of the supplies, you know, and then he can help us to do the delivery. So everything arranged, you know, nicely. He said the, um, the manual supply and baby formula, and there are lots of other items that money cannot purchase because, they are, because there's a surge of refugees. There are so many of them. So, they are, so medical supply are in, in shortage. And also they are obviously most of the refugees are mother and, and the young children or even babies. So those are the items they are in great shortage and which money could not buy right away. So that's why he suggested we purchase the uh, medical supply and baby items. So have any of you ever done anything like this before, like a kind of fundraising? Somebody mentioned that the Taiwanese community did have some experience. I was just curious if this is your first experience or you have done this before. Dr. Wang? Um, for me, obviously, you don't see war. Uh, this is the first war in my in my whole life. <laughs> and but the, uh, we do we do have you know from the news like like twelve years back in when there's an earthquake in Japan and all, and and then push further back there's earthquake in Indonesia. Like Taiwan, they contributed the uh, make donations to those the uh, for those causes. It kind of set a set an example for us that is helping. I mean, people do need to help when they are in need. That's when they can feel that you uh, that you can be you know a friend, a true friend in in need. It's a true friend indeed. That's that's what the. Uh, it kind of says that, yeah. So for for the 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 women's association in North America, we do do fundraising more often mm-hmm. because we care uh, quite a lot of uh, population, including the abused uh, domestic abused women, and uh, so so we have quite a lot of this kind of fundraising experience. But this is as Dr. Wang said, this is. The first time something more related to a war and that involved in the very, very dramatic humanitarian crisis. Mm-hmm. So something like this is the urgency and the uh, it's just too huge to wait. The Taiwanese American, uh, especially uh, in in the church, you know, like the Presbyterian Church in America, they have been 
they have done a lot of this kind of thing before. So the experience why uh, they have quite a lot of experience. But a lot of it's just simply motivated by the by, by the belief you know, uh, and, uh, and and the care uh, of, of the people. Uh, and uh, so when this kind of thing happened, uh, immediately that uh, in majority of people uh, in, in the Taiwanese community, especially in the New Jersey area. Uh, they were they were uh, immediately taking direction, and when when there's a oh, this kind of thing happen, uh, and, and naturally, uh, naturally because in, in our brand, you know, so they, they will support uh, this kind of action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, for example, yeah, I, at one time, uh, I, a couple of years ago, three years ago, uh, when I was in Japan, uh, in London, Japan, uh, in a train, and you can see a, 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 a poster, yeah. Very big one. Thank you, Taiwan. And the reason because that the 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 big earthquake and Fukushima, uh, you know, the the, the disaster and uh, Taiwan you know, make a lot of the uh, contribution and donation help help it out. Yeah, it, it's so so easy in our in our brand. Yeah, so and plus that uh, the situation in Ukraine uh, could happen to us also. Yeah, so we we all concerned about it and. Uh, we, we need to have other people. We should have other people. What did the situation in Ukraine bring up for you? Why did it make you think about Taiwan? And how is Taiwan's situation similar or different from Ukraine? That is a big question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, Susi mentioned it before, The uh, because we we have a not a so friendly neighborhood which is, you know, which country that I'm talking about, <laughs> China. And so it kind of reminds us, Taiwan, people who reside on this small island, and the Ukrainian people, we are, seems that we are in the same boat, facing a unfriendly neighbor. But luckily, we have a, we have an ocean between China and Taiwan. So make it not so easy to you know, a- attack Taiwan. However, it does remind us the risk is always there. And this war up till today looks like Ukrainian is turning the tide on Russia, which we are so happy for them. But it also kind of reminds us that we people in people who reside on this small island should be always be ready for this could happen to us. And also that's maybe that's why we feel their pain. That's why people on the island are so willing to make contribution. I don't know if you're aware. Yet up till yesterday I believe people has donated two hundred forty million US dollar equivalent. And also donated the uh, up to three thousand boxes of supplies to Ukrainian. Yeah. Yeah, you're saying from like this is from uh, from people Taiwan. in Taiwan, the c- yeah. citizens of Taiwan. Yes. I'm wondering the things that the Ukrainians are fighting to defend. In your personal experiences, do you think back about what? Taiwan has gone through because a lot of people know that Taiwan now is one of the, you know, there's a 
survey recently that came out that Taiwan's one of the most democratic nations in the world. But a lot of people don't realize what came before that and the struggle that happened before that. You know, I look at Taiwan and Ukraine. There are so many, so much similarities there. Historically, Ukraine suffered a lot of foreign rule, ruling, and uh, at one point, the they 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 were not even allowed to use their languages. And uh, so there are so much similarity between the two countries. Ukraine is a democratic country now; they were not. Taiwan. Is a very you know as you say the top ten democratic country, and but we also suffer a lot of foreign ruling. Uh, we also have, as Dr. Wang has mentioned, we have a, a not very friendly neighbors who are you know having their airplane flying over our sky you know almost every day. This kind of uh, threat is very real. So I think that for Taiwanese as well as Taiwanese American, the Taiwanese everywhere, the whole world, I believe we all have the same feeling for the Ukraine. We feel their their pain, we feel their their anger, we feel like you know we are brothers and sisters, and there's a very strong connection there. In the year of 1932, Russia, which was ruled by Stalin. Joseph Stalin at the time basically stopped the Ukrainian somewhere between five million to seven million Ukrainian、uh, population to death by collecting all the all the grains and sell it sell it to you know to foreign countries because the、uh, Ukrainian had a very fertile fertile land. I think the,、uh, this period was called the、uh, Horodomo in their language, and I did I did pay a visit to a statue which in in memory of this the、uh, horrible tragedy which happened in 1932. They are lousy neighbors. And now for a short break, Talking Taiwan is a listener-supported podcast, and we want to take a moment to thank listeners like you for your generous contributions. You make our work possible. As the longest-running Taiwan-related podcast and a Golden Crane Award winner, we are dedicated to bringing you the stories connected to Taiwan and Taiwan's global community. And if you haven't already, you can make a contribution on Patreon at patreon.com/talkingtaiwan. Dr. Wang also mentioned some other possible future initiatives of the Taiwan Cares Project. One particular thinking I was thinking about asking、uh, their church going to accept any refugee to、uh, to accommodate refugee in New Jersey or yeah or maybe I can make some kind of monetary contribution to support those family yeah just kind of the、uh, kind of ad- adopting yeah some family fi- financially. So they can get settled in this country. Yeah, I think that's a wonderful idea. Or if they need some social support, also to connect with them, that's a great idea. You know, also after the video was released, I got so many phone call from the sisters, sister from the the women's associations,、mm-hmm. and so many of them wanted to 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 contribute. To keep supporting 
uh, uh, and ask me whether you know the program continues. Dr. Lin has just mentioned earlier what we did in early March is just phase one. The Taiwan Care Project. We hope that we will continue. And you know, we I already know so many people wanted to country, you know, continue to help. It's really yes. touching. Also, I would like to com- compliment in the uh, Susan's the uh, the design of that sign, Taiwan Care sign, the that poster which we attached to the medical supply boxes was designed by Susan. That was beautifully designed. The uh, in- initially when I talked to the priest. I asked him to design a kind of poster so we could we could uh, post it to the boxes in their language, in Ukrainian language. And then Susan came up with the idea, why not let's do it with the English and on the back of the boxes, we can post it the, uh, in their language. So that kind of make it perfectly de- well designed. I think she has talent on this the, the designing artistically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Dr. Wang. Dr. Wang just bring out a very good point about that, that sign of Taiwan Cares. You know, we put the two labels, one side on, on each side of the box, and one side we put in English, say Taiwan Cares. And the other side is the, as Dr. Wang has mentioned, is help from Taiwan. So, uh, and that's in, in Ukrainians. So I think that that labels wanted to use. We are so waiting to 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 share, because I think that you know Taiwan care is something we wanted to promote. That how we Taiwan Taiwanese Taiwan care about Ukrainian and Ukraine. So you know your audience, if you are you know, interested to use that labels, we are more than happy to share the the design. So in other words. There is no co- copyright for for that <laughs> sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's beautiful. Um, and yes, Suchi, it seems you have some uh, visual talents because you created this label, and then you also created the YouTube video, which is really quite touching. Could you talk a little bit about the YouTube video? Frankly speaking, the original intention of making the video is to share it with those 30, the other 37 donors, because they contribute. And I think it's, you know, it's our obligation to let them know how those projects went, you know, where we are, you know. So, so the original intention was that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, once it was released, I didn't expect it. It just got so many um, people come to me, come to us and ask for more information including you, Felicia. So we are so happy to talk to you. It's very touching and uh, really explains what you're doing and why you felt you needed to do it. But I feel like there's some background to it, uh, which I saw in the email that was forwarded to me. Yeah. So uh, in terms of that video itself, you know, about the music, it's um, the the background music. it's it's, It's a very unique Ukrainian's folk instrument. It's called uh, Budoras. And Budora is an instrument that Ukrainian has used since 6th century, you know, 600 AD. And they use this for thousands of years 
And、uh, as I mentioned, you know, the Ukraine is such a country because the land is so rich. But most of the the, the people they don't they are they are farmers, so they they don't have you know they don't have so much you know like、uh, in government you know in that kind of、uh, position. But mostly is in the agriculture oriented you know focus. So the land is rich, and the people don't have too much of the power. So this land is just like historically is that everybody you know all the neighboring you know countries come and and get whatever they want. So they have been governed by German, German, German. by by German, by Turkish, by、uh, Polish. And later by、uh, the Russian, and it just situation is getting worse and worse. The instrument they use when you hear their their music, it's always so sad because the country, the 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 people are always under foreigners' attack and tortures. The instrument, why I think it is meaningful for this particular video, it has the historical connection with the people. And in、uh, back in nineteen eighteen eighteen twenty six or eighteen seventy six, I don't quite remember which year,、mm-hmm. but nineteenth century, the Russian just stopped them. That you cannot use that in you cannot use that musical instrument. You cannot speak your your mother languages. To me, this is just such a humiliation. You cannot talk in your mother languages.、Mm-hmm. You cannot use the. The instrument that it is part of your life. So、um, when I prepare the video, I think I have to use this Ukraine, Ukrainian music. This music was sung by the Eudorist、uh, in North America、uh, in the choir group, and the name of the song is called "For Ukraine."、Mm-hmm. And when you listen to the music, you know, listen to the lyrics, it's just so, so touching. And that's why I use this music with the、uh, almost called project report, but it's to connect it the the Ukrainian cultures, the Taiwan Taiwan Care projects. Why we do? Why we decided to do this? And why you know to connect that the culture、uh, together. Anybody who knows about Taiwan's、uh, authoritarian、yeah. period and a lot of countries who have gone through authoritarian. Regimes and eras, unfortunately, have heard of this kind of thing—the cultural whitewashing and erasure of culture—is very unfortunate. And I think that's something that Taiwanese all over the world can identify with. And also very sad because, as you mentioned, they have a very fertile land and a, you know a lot of natural resources. And as Dr. Wang mentioned before, their resources were. Basically raped, and that was, and that caused the famine. The famine that I that I, I was talking about happened just like ninety、uh, years ago. Yeah. I watched the video of the music with the lyrics because they're singing in Ukrainian in the original YouTube video. When you look at the lyrics, they're quite inspiring、mm-hmm. too. It shows the strength and resilience of the、right. Ukrainian people. I will put a link to both your video and then the original one, so people can. See what the lyrics said. Thank you so much for sharing your story and for creating this video. And I'm sure it will inspire other people、uh, to do the same. It is already inspiring other people. Historically, it has that impact with the Ukrainian, and that's why Russian for one time stop them, prevent and you know restrict them to use it. 
a lot of banjurists, you know, people who play bandura, was persecuted. How cruel a person can do to another mm-hmm. human being, you know? They just cut your, you know, your history, cut your culture. I had never heard about the bandura until I saw your video, and then when I saw the story, it made a lot of sense. Yeah, it is a folk instrument. Yeah. You know, that also bring me to one thing that I, I have, you know, was thinking about Taiwan and Ukraine. You know, Ukraine, they have this kind of folk music, folk dance every year, mm-hmm. you know. And having that, I think that is a very good uh, strength or force to bring you, you know, to, to get connected with. It's, it's a, your identity and it's, identity. it's a cultural tradition. Exactly, exactly. So I think that is something that we Taiwanese should also think about is we pay a lot of attention for science, technology, which is important as well. I mean, every aspect is important, but I think culture-wise is also very important, you know. Yeah. Having that kind of folk dance, you know, mm-hmm. festival every year. That's what they did. Even just a few months before the, the war started, mm-hmm. the war was started on February 24th, mm-hmm. right? On January 10th, they were having the, uh, the Ukrainian folk dance and folk music. Mm-hmm. In one of the cities right now, is totally, you know, torn down. Can you imagine just within such a short time? Yeah. How it totally changed. Totally changed. So, yeah. Yeah, I can't help but think that perhaps this very strong cultural identity is also what made the Ukrainians want to protect their land and their freedom. Mm -hmm. And um, I I think so. I really think so, Mm -hmm. you know, because they give you a connection Mm -hmm. with the root. Dr. Lin, did you want to add something? The issue is not going to disappear quickly and uh, unfortunately uh, this tragic is going to lingering and we need peace loving people in the whole world to support the Ukrainian people. The dignity and the freedom and uh, the right of the Ukrainian people need to be uh, support and uh, even though they, 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 they are struggling and try to hold it and uh, it's, it's dear to them they are dear to our heart also. Uh, so we, we should continue to, to support them. And that's a reason uh, in the previous section, I saying that, that we are going to continue to, uh, to, to do some foundation help out and, uh, um, uh, in cooperation with uh, the New York uh, Taiwanese community. Uh, and uh, Certainly, that uh, you know, Sushin and uh, and Doctor Wang mentioned that that the banner uh, that the Taiwanese care can be as a symbol, uh, not just for our Taiwanese American people, but the whole American people and whole world also. Yeah, and we 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 need to to do better. And I think that the talk in Taiwan is a good good venue to to propagate or to 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 let people know that uh, this is. Uh, 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 ongoing and the important thing for everybody, especially people who uh, have something to do or associate with the Taiwan or, or yeah, to, to keep uh, supporting. Yeah. 
it, it, it's, it's a struggle in between the authoritarian uh, regime and uh, freedom and uh, democratic and, uh, and uh, the society. Yeah. And it, it, it has been going on for a long time, but it's going to go on uh, for, for, for the next yeah, 10, 20, 30 years. Yeah. Yeah, we, we need to keep keep working on it. Just right before I joined this teleconference, yes. I was watching the uh, news about, they were asking about the uh, how China learned from this Russia-Ukraine war. And uh, to me, I think that the urgency is there and that uh, we Taiwanese have to be united Um be more, you know, work together. And I think that it is something that, you know, whatever happened in Ukraine, in Ukraine is something that is a, um, it's such a tragic tragedy and we really have to be very mindful of how it developed. Yeah, I, I was watching the news also. It just, it was just such a, Ukraine is such an incredible country. Because um, they were saying, well, as you see, many refugees was trying to leave the country. At the same time, they estimated there are about 350,000 Ukrainians are trying to go back to the, their country to join the force to fight or to be the uh, health care or to, to offer any kind of help. So, so this is an incredible country. People are, in, people are unbelievable uh, brave. I just cannot imagine you can find a second country that with so many people, basically 10% of the people had already left the country. Now 10% of the people are going back to the country. Yeah, they, they got a chance to escape the danger. Now they are they are going back to facing the danger again to contribute, to help save their country. I'm too old. Otherwise, I would join, the, I would join them to, to provide medical care there. <laughs> yeah, it's the value and the principle, the belief that the Ukrainian people has uh, that give them the strength, the strength uh, in this uh, uh, tragedy time. And it, it, by the same token, I think a lot of country, uh, a, a lot of people has the same attitude, and, and the belief also uh, can can push them forward uh, because uh, it's a goodness and evil to, to fight. Without that, evil going to disappear. And uh, Ukrainians give a lot of uh, country, especially uh, Taiwan uh, or Taiwanese people. Excellent example. I think that uh, we we can learn it out from them. Certainly, very inspiring to see the resolve and the strength of the Ukrainian people. Have you spoken to any of your relatives in Taiwan and how they're feeling there and what's going on over there for them? For my medical school classmate, we have a social media group. There were lots of talking about that also. Yeah. And when I posted that what we did here, like the Taiwan Care Program, 
everybody was very supportive. Everybody say, give me po positive compliments of what we are doing. And also, I, it's my understanding, many of my medical school classmates, they, they make, they make contributions. Most of, most of them make a financially, uh, promising to, to donate money. Yeah. And by looking at, uh, us in the States, we make a donation of medical supply. They were amazed to see we actually collected almost like a 900 pounds of medical supply. Mm. Yeah. During this year, like, you know, just one day and just in, in two, two days, we make purchase. It came up to like, um, yeah, close to 900 pounds. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. how did you handle that logistically? Did you have that delivered directly to the church or you had delivered somewhere and then you had to transport to the church and all that? And <laughs> I have a funny story to tell because the, uh, I was the one who made all the purchasing. Yes. And so one day when my wife came home, which was Sunday, so she, she basically couldn't enter the garage. And so she, she came she came through the front door and, and asking what's happening because there's a big pile of shipping blocking our garage. Mm -hmm. so, so, so basically she could not enter the garage. She and I had to carry every single boxes oh yeah, to inside the house because it was kind of the, the floor was wet because from, from raining oh. early in the morning. Oh. So me and my wife, and luckily, my son helped out also. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you didn't tell your wife that this shipment was coming, or you didn't know it was going <laughs> to end my, up there? My, <laughs> yeah, my wife wasn't aware I'm, I, was making, I was making so much uh, purchasing. He thought, I'm getting senile. <laughs> I'm getting senile <laughs> and, and making purchasing oh, no. on, on, on Amazon. <laughs> A couple of weeks ago, that the immediate need is the medical supply and uh, mm -hmm. uh, some baby, baby food, yeah, food. Yeah, baby food. Yeah. 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 And I don't think they 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 don't want uh, the the money donation. Yeah. And yeah. I look at I look into the uh, Ukrainian USA and also the church website. And then every day they have uh, some news release, and uh, I think that's way they 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 hold a a I think with the township uh, Bamboo township I think uh, the police department uh, has a a, a t-shirt design and then the t-shirt sale and other item to uh, to to get the money and so they can. Uh, Give it to some through some channel to the, the Ukrainian uh, uh, organization or, or, or assistance organization. So everybody want to uh, want, want to make the uh, contribution. Yeah, certainly can go through the the church. You know? uh, or, uh, as I say, our club is going to continue to work with the greater uh, New York area. Uh, yes, they set up a humanitarian uh, fund, uh, yeah. but the important thing is to helping and give them as much help as possible. That is a good idea because 10 people helping is always better than one people helping. Yeah. 100 people helping is always better than 10 people helping. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what you're going to be doing for the second phase or have you thought about that yet or you just want to see what the needs are? 
I saw a number, I think a couple of weeks ago, I think the whole Orthodox Church, or, or just Ukrainian Orthodox Church, yeah, they, uh, they, they collect about the, about 800,000 dollars of donation already, yeah. But, but that, but that, that's tiny compared to the need they have, yeah. A lot of people want to help. Yeah. And how did the church assume it's a priest there that you spoke to or that you met with? How did he react when he was contacted by you? The, uh, when, when I called him, say we would like to make con- uh, contribution, donation to to the cause for Ukrainian people. Yeah, he he just he keep, he keep thanking me, and I, I actually thank him in Ukrainian also because I learned a phrase of Ukrainian. I say thank uh-huh. you, and, and he he was so amazed. I say, how do oh, you, you say speak? that in Ukrainian? <laughs> my my pronunciation is is not perfect, but I. <laughs> I I use I use that the uh, translation uh, AP apps and then I and I learned it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I said I said it and then he seems he was seemed so excited and he said yeah definitely anytime I can call him anytime and when and I say as soon as we have all the items collected, I I will give give him a call. That is thank you in Ukrainian. <laughs> you know that that um, the help, you know, the help from Taiwan um, translated into Ukrainian was done by the uh, priest. Okay. And uh, when we deliver those twenty-eight boxes of medical supplies and baby food, uh, formulas over there, there were five, I think, five Ukrainians over there in the church. They help us move the box, you know. And they just tell us that how touched they work when they see that the label is in Ukraine, Ukrainian languages, and it's just a hail from Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And it has the map of Taiwan and then the map of the uh, Ukraine. And in between, there's a heart, little heart that just shows the Taiwan love, Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And they say it, it's just touched them so deeply. Mm-hmm. So I think that. Um, Sometimes we we don't pay too much attention about these small things, but small things sometimes go pretty far. It does give us give people that kind of warm feeling. So I think that it's a good idea for us to express. You know, when we contribute, it's good idea for us to let people those people know where this love come from, and that's why we design that label and welcome everybody to continue to use it. So, you know, it's a way to show that we care and Taiwan cares. Yeah, I think that was a very nice touch that you had it translated. um, And so they can know it's not just a box from the U.S. or something like that, but there's people (laughs) behind it. Yeah, um, it's a human connection. Thank you for being on the Talking Taiwan podcast. Yeah, thank thank you. you Thank you for your invitation. We really enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you, everyone. Okay. Thank you very much. I've been speaking to Xi Chen, Dr. Monty Wong, and Dr. Bo Cheng Lin about the Taiwan Cares Project. If people want to make a contribution to the Taiwan Cares Project, they can do so through the Taiwanese American Council of Greater New York. We will share that information on our website, TalkingTaiwan.com. This episode of Talking Taiwan has been sponsored by Taiwan Elite Alliance and the Taiwanese United Fund. 
The Taiwan Elite Alliance was established in 2000 to promote Taiwanese and Taiwanese-American arts and literature and to protect and enhance the human rights, freedom, and democracy of the people in Taiwan. The Taiwanese United Fund is an arts and culture foundation that celebrates the cultural heritages of Taiwanese-Americans. Established in 1986, the foundation's mission is to facilitate cultural exchange between the Taiwanese-American community and other American cultural communities, hoping to enrich and expand our cultural experiences. To learn more about TUF, visit their website at www.tufusa.org. If you enjoyed this episode, go on over to Audible or Apple Podcasts and leave us a review there. It helps others to discover Talking Taiwan. Tell a friend about us or subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. To learn more about any of the items mentioned in this episode, visit our website, TalkingTaiwan.com. There will list any related links. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talking Taiwan. I'm your host, Felicia Lin. Talking Taiwan is brought to you by Forumosa.com. 